present with God in my condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8, 1. The voice that condemns us is always our own. This verse is an affirmation that I have too rarely experienced in my life. There is always a running commentary in my head that emphasizes my faults and deficiencies, reminds me of my failures, and casts doubts on my future. I expect I'm not alone. Whether because we have internalized others' condemnations or have a poor image of ourselves, many of us struggle with the persistent belief that we are not enough. Once we get to that place, no amount of positive reinforcement from others personal success, or happy self-talk can dislodge the condemnation parasite that has attached itself to our soul. We must remember that even when we are criticized and attacked, the only way those condemnations have any power is if we internalize and agree with them. It is only when our critics' attacks find a harmony with the insecurities and self-accusations that we are already telling ourselves that they work their way into our soul. So how can those of us whose inner monologue is so fallen and broken claim Paul's soaring declaration of freedom from condemnation? I think the answer is to cultivate an active experience of the comforting and affirming presence of God. When we are intentional about experiencing God's presence, how can we not experience his love, acceptance, and encouragement? God loves us and cherishes us. He sees us as his beloved child. When we make intentional space to experience this reality, we begin to see our own voice as a deception and an attack on our personhood and our potential. Being present with God allows his voice to be more powerful in shaping our self-image than even our own.